Little boomers, if you like spirits and an excuse to start drinking at 3 p.m., High Bank's new happy hour is for you. High Bank is now offering half off. Yep, that's half off all cocktails and spirits from 3 to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. More details at highbankco.com. Drink local, drink High Bank. Proud sponsor of the Columbus Blue Jackets and the CBJ Artillery. Also, if you're going to any games this year or to any events around town, check out SeatGeek.com or download the app. Use the promo code CBJ at checkout to get $20 off your first-time purchase. SeatGeek.com, download the app, CBJ, your first-time purchase. Use that code. Well, this has been a wild night. That sure has. And Nyquist, who's 0-for-1 on power play attempts, gets his second, comes in quickly, shoots, scores! Jackets win on a penalty shot in overtime! So the study says that cookies may be as addictive as cocaine, but I never really got that addicted to cocaine. I hit record. Oh. And we're not going to take that out now. Oh. Well, there you go, guys. I mean, I do like a cookie. I do like a good cookie. That's all I'm saying. Sugar. I mean, you're addicted to sugar. A chocolate chip cookie is good. I can eat like 12 of those things, man. Yeah. I could not eat 12 cocaines, though. No, I couldn't eat 12 (laughs) cocaines. I could not eat 12 cocaines. That's a lot of cocaines. It is. It is. But, you know, (laughs) there's quite a few hockey players that have come through the Columbus. We could ask them about that, but we won't right now. Looking at you, Johansson. (laughs) Just kidding. No truth to that at all. Not at all. Uh, All right. Uh, Hey, welcome (laughs) into episode 102 of the podcast. Uh, We're having a great time here at the Old Artillery. It's just us two today. It is. It's us two. Warren is currently in Virginia doing God knows what. Yeah. Uh, God probably doesn't even know what. No. I don't think anybody knows what. No, he's down there doing something. His girlfriend probably knows. Is he his girlfriend? I don't think so. Oh, is he just down there by himself? Yeah. Don't know doing what, though. Cool. (laughs) But we're here. Uh, I tried to get Hayden from the Hockey Dudes to come on the pod to uh, guest host like he normally does, but apparently he's too good for us today. So Apparently. That's um, all right. He doesn't, whatever, come, he doesn't want this heat. He doesn't want the heat in the kitchen. Uh, he doesn't want our, you know, he can't back up his thoughts on Sonny Milano, which is fine. Nobody can. Milano can't back up <laughs> Hayden's thoughts on Sonny Milano. <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> Not at all. But Hayden, we're waiting for you, bud. We're waiting for you to come on. I even bought Hayden a beer the other day, you know, just being a nice guy. We're out and... You know, he's just, I just got him a beer. Is he working again? Yeah, so. What? Is he working again? What do you mean working? Is he working tonight? Yeah. Oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's not. He's just, he's doing the Hockey News podcast tonight. That's why. Oh. Yeah, he couldn't come in. Well, you think you're better than us, Hayden? Apparently. <laughs> Hayden, when, when the mothership calls, you better come, okay? No, I don't blame him. I do the same thing. All right, whatever. Fair enough. Uh, Hey, Jackets are, uh, what, what are we doing, man? We got... F- we're on a five-game point streak. That's right. Absolutely love to see it. I almost said five-point game streak. <laughs> well, that I would have known what you meant. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, we've scored eight points in ten games. It doesn't um, feel like it. It doesn't because the games have been a roller coaster of emotions. I feel like we shouldn't have won most of them. Uh, you're very, very stressful to watch a game with. Am I? Yes. We watched uh, the Toronto game together on... We did. Where did we go? Uh, Turtle Creek Tavern in Gahanna. Oh, off one after off of 161 in Hamilton, yeah. Uh, decent place, by the way. Um, but yeah, it was... You were just very pessimistic, very angry at times. 
And I just kept saying, Kyle, you got to calm down. I couldn't. You couldn't. I do that every game, though. You told your girlfriend to leave four times. Well, we were up <laughs> 2 nothing, and she showed up, and she then all of a sudden, up. we're down 3-2. to two. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. You did say if, if she comes in the door and they start scoring, being Toronto, she has to leave. I tried to make her leave. And she, I think at one point, she almost cried. Yeah, she thought I was serious, she which did. I was. I, yeah, was I know, serious. and you were completely serious. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like our apartment, it was is within walking distance of that place. So, so it's not that, not that. She could have just went home. Yeah, <laughs> she could. She should have. Well, I mean, we won with her there, though. So that's true. That's so she's allowed to come back. We're. <laughs> I actually have to take her to the game tomorrow night. That's nice of you. I tried to go to that game with you, but you denied me. But I'm sorry. Whatever. Why? Well, for some reason, I thought it was tonight, and I was thinking. Yeah, you text me. Thing game. Yeah, you text me this morning like, "Hey, I got an extra ticket to the game tonight." And I just didn't know what game you were talking about. Yeah, sorry, but it's all right. I'm actually funny. You mentioned tomorrow night. Uh, I, I I will not be watching the Blue Jackets game tomorrow night. I'll have to watch it on uh, replay. Uh, actually, my cousin Ashton invited me to Celine Dion in Cincinnati. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, so, so you're going to see well, Celine Dion in yes. Cincinnati? So here's the kicker. Okay. That explains the haircut. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. Got a new haircut, and he's making fun of me. Uh, no, so she texted me, and she was like, hey, I have an extra ticket to Celine Dion. We're also taking a party bus. Do you want to go? How can you turn down a party bus? Uh, There's only four of us going, and she rented a party bus. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What does your cousin do for a living? Uh, she's very, very well off. Okay. I will not comment on her occupation, but she makes a lot of cash she a stripper no okay <laughs> she's it's actually complete opposite she's whatever um, whatever you think the opposite of a stripper is somebody that puts on their clothes um, <laughs> no she works for uh, jesus which is oh know, yeah that yeah. is the complete opposite it, it is right so no well, not she, necessarily i know some pretty religious strippers okay well i i don't know i don't know that i want to go to those strip clubs either way uh don't judge me if you're listening to this podcast. I will be at Celine Dion during t- uh, tomorrow night's game. Jeremy went. I know. He sent me Snapchats. Uh, yeah, Jeremy and uh, my buddy Shane, they went together, which is interesting. Well, he was Jeremy was supposed to go with a girl, but she backed out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not judging either way. It's just a, a bro date to Celine Dion. It's, it's, sure, it's, if you it, like Celine Dion, that's you know? all you, man. I just want to hear the song from Titanic, really. That's all I'm after. But <laughs> I mean, that song gets me every time. Does it? I will belt it. That's the uh, that's the my we heart use will that, go on. Yeah, we use that for videos sometimes. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, Titanic a song or Titanic a moment. So you have to yeah. you have to record yourself. Okay. While she's singing it live, I'll just go Instagram live on the artillery. There you go. I'll waste everybody's and then, time and then jump into the seats in front of you. I'm cool with that. Okay. Yeah. All I gotta say is that there was room on that floating piece of debris for Jack to come on there. Oh, absolutely. And Ruth, what's her name? Rose, Rose whatever. <laughs> Ruth, <laughs> typical, typical woman, you know, all about her. I'm sure I'll get some tweets about that. That was a joke. Either way. <laughs> uh, anyways, Jackets are doing great. <laughs> they're, they're doing great. Uh, Damn. Have we, so in the first time in franchise history, I believe, we had a power play goal, a shorthanded goal, and an overtime penalty shot goal. <laughs> I feel like that would be the first time in any team's I feel history. like it would be, too. In most teams. Maybe not every team, but most teams. Yeah, it was great. An overtime winning penalty shot. Yeah. That, that just doesn't ever happen. No, I, I, I can't. In, the, in the, the entirety of me watching hockey, 
I've never personally seen it. I'm sure it's probably been done in some games, but I've never seen a highlight of it. I've never seen it like anybody talk about it beyond just the Blue Jackets. So Jeremy's texting me right hell, now. I'm I'm very happy about it. Was awesome sight to it, see. Look, the, and like who, you said, and of all people, who scored the power play goal? Uh, Winberg, Alexander Winberg, second goal of the year. People are people got kind of mad at us for tweeting that he has matched his goals, his goal number <laughs> from the entirety of last season. They, yeah. They're telling us to let it go. Fuck no, we're not going to let it go. That's it's, what we thrive on. It's what funny. <laughs> even the freaking even Fox Sports Ohio themselves they put up a graphic. Put up a graphic. <laughs> 2018-19 goals two. 2019-20 goals two. Like. It's something you're just, we're just comparing his stats and how he's off to a better start. Don't come at us saying that, oh, just leave it or give him a rest. He's doing his best. And also, we we know. It's a good thing. It is. He's doing better. Yeah. He still sucks, but he's doing better. No, he doesn't. He's going to have 15 goals this year, 35 assists. 35 assists? Take it to the bank. It's going to happen. Oh, boy. At least 15 goals. Okay. He's two out of 15, so I'm taking it. Yeah, I mean, you're some fraction of the way there. I don't know what that fraction would be. But I was never one that, to do Terrible math. at math. Yeah, fuck math. But anyways, uh, Nyquist overtime, penalty shot, game winner. Uh, Toronto fans loved that moment. Uh, they were After the game, they were chanting, refs, you suck. And to which I got to say... It was pretty warranted for him to have a for him eh, to have a penalty shot. Okay, yeah, he did have a he did have an open shot. Maybe in that situation, a penalty shot shouldn't be the call. Just at a, as an unbiased on on as a biased fan, absolutely. Yes, as as an unbiased just watcher of the game, that probably shouldn't have been a penalty shot. It w- it was definitely a hook. It was absolutely a hook. While he had an open shot at the goal. So in any other situation, that probably would have been a penalty shot. But in that situation, where the next goal wins, it's I love it. It's in, great. No, no, I mean, no, no, we no. won. No, 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 no. You know how many times we played Toronto? And listen, I try to be as unbiased as possible. But when, when you play in Toronto, or you're playing Toronto, to me, the ice is always tilted in Toronto's direction. So any type of opportunity that the Blue Jackets can take advantage of. And anytime the refs actually want to be on our side in that situation, I am taking I am taking that and going with it, baby. That was our opportunity. We deserve that penalty shot. Don't care. Don't, don't matter the moment. It, it shouldn't matter the moment. If, if Nyquist clearly is up ahead and, you know, that occurs, he deserves to have a penalty shot. Well, yeah. During and, during regular time, overtime, it don't matter. All right, fair enough. I agree with you. We got to have consistency on the on on the calls. There's never consistency. I it's, know there is. The NHL. I'm they, well aware of that. Consistent. They told Bettman came out last year when Marshawn punched Harrington in the back of the head in the playoffs <laughs> and said Marshawn doesn't have a record. He's never done anything oh, like yeah, that before. I that. God bless. Consistency. Give me a break. Yeah, there's no consistency. There's no consistency. I mean, it's hard to have consistency in any league because referees are. I bet ref officials are probably going to be obsolete soon. Everything's going to be done with like technology and shit. That'd be stupid. I don't know. I mean, there are like even baseball are trying to get rid of the home plate umpire. I would hate that. I would too. I mean, I feel like there's got to have you got to have some type of human element to the game. Yeah, that's the point of it. Yeah, like, you can't I'm, get rid of that. I know. I, I'm on. I'm on your side. I want them to. Did stay. you see that video of the um, the home plate umpire taking a foul ball to the nuts and then just throwing up all over the field? I. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did not. But I would have done the same damn thing. That would have been absolutely terrible. Poor guy, man. I really, I mean, he's. I mean, even poor in baseball, dude. like, I play baseball my whole life, but, and I wore a cup most of the time. And but wore a cup. Yeah, I was hit or miss. Like, I was probably like, if I was pitching, I would wear a cup, but that, that's about it. Fair enough. Uh, well, like, well, that's a weird spot, I guess. You're right in the line of fire. Yeah, but you have to like lift your leg, and you got a lot of you got to do a lot of motions. Okay, down there. well, I want to have kids at some point in my life, so well, you better get after it. I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Either way, I don't know what we're talking about now. Something about Winberg and scoring power play goals and uh, refs yeah. And so and speaking of power play, we might as well talk about it. Uh, so Jackets, we've had we've scored four goals on the power play. We've had twenty eight opportunities. That's good for uh, 14.29% conversion rate there. Uh, we're currently 25th out of 31 teams mm. on the power play, which, you know, three years, four years running, power play not good. Never. Not and good. It's, 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 it's hard for my eyeballs to watch it. It's been the same coach, power play coach, yeah, this entire time. Brad Larson. His name's popping up a lot on Twitter lately. As it should be. I mean, as him as an assistant should be on the hot. I know Torts likes him in the hot seat. I hate talking about a hot seat, um, but if there ever was a hot seat, he's on it right now. He has to be. This you power play has been awful with the talent that we've had. This power play has been god awful for four years. Yeah, bottom of the league for four years straight with the talent that we've had for the last four years, and it's it's baffling. I mean, how do you? How do you have that bad of a power play with guy? Uh, not not even this year, but last year, that bad of a power play with guys like Panarin and Duchesne. Duchesne didn't play that much with us, yeah. but yeah, even yeah, I mean, with that get, talent pool, the power play should be off the charts. No, it should. Uh, I mean, with when we had Panarin on on board, yeah, it should have been a lot better. But um, yeah, I mean, I I don't doubt that Brad Larson is good at other aspects of his coaching. You know, I mean, you know, he's not he's obviously responsible for more than just the power play, but that is what he is currently over. And for whatever reason, nothing seems to be clicking, no matter what the hell they these guys try to do. And you could argue that oh, man, it's just the players. They just it's the same core group of players that still can't put together anything the past three four years on this power play. Um, or is it, or is it Brad Larson? I think there's two ways to go about just kind of figuring out what it could possibly be. And I, I can see both sides. I can see, you know, the coach is the same coach for the past three, four years on that power play. And actually, I think Brad Larson's only been with us for like two, three years actually. Um, but at the same time, you have the same core group of players that you've had for a while that still can't make anything happen. So it's like, who is to, who's to blame here? Do you, do you get rid of the coach, or do you just try to shake up the players? I, I don't. I don't know what the hell. It's hard to tell. I mean, it's what I've noticed. Even just just this year, I'll, we'll just talk about this year right now. What I've noticed this year so far, just on the power play, is all they want to do is take point shots, and point shots are not going to score you goals, especially when there's less players on the ice and the goalie can see the puck better. If there's a point shot coming, these goaltenders are so good that that's not even going to phase them because it's yeah. so far out unless there's a rebound and then Winberg scores in the five hole, luckily. That's the only way we're gonna that's the only way we've been scoring. There's been no clean goals on our power plays. They've all been scrappy rebounds, yeah. which is kind of what this team is built on. But I want to see clean tic tac toe, one timer power play goals. We haven't seen that at all. We have they're unable to set up any type of pressure. They, there's no diagonal passing happening with this team whatsoever. 
And I'm going to go back to it again, and I hate to come back to it, but that's what Artemi Panarin was so good at, was was seeing the entire ice and the diagonal passing. Yeah. The diagonal passing is what kills tenders. It's It's because they can't follow the puck like that all the time, especially with that much traffic. So when you're just rotating the puck from point to bottom to bottom to point and just making a square out of it with no diagonal passes, it's easy to follow. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. And at the same time, like, that's when we even get into their zone. We can hardly ever get past the defense to even make, to, to even, like, set up anything, you know, when half the time, seems like on the power, on our power play, uh, the opposing team is always clearing it out of their zone. And then we got to try to regroup and get ourselves back into their zone. And it seems like we just can't even do that. We seem to always get stopped right there at the blue line. It does. And then we just dump it. And then by the time we dump it, the other team already has possession of it and they get rid of it again. Like or there's a shorthanded goal. That too. And we saw that happen recently. So it's just, there's just, there's a disconnect. And I, I don't, I don't know whether, whether to pin it on Brad Larson or the same core group of guys that we've had for the past three, four years that just can't figure it the heck out. Yeah, and I don't know who I don't know who default is. It it's hard. It, like again, it's hard to tell. It, yeah. it could I don't be. think they know. If they knew, they would have an answer for it, and they would try to fix it. Maybe, but they obviously don't know because they haven't been able, able to fix it for three years. It's ridiculous. It really is. I'm the PK though is it's decent, pretty I good mean, right yeah. now. I mean, it's it, we're still like not blowing it away, but we're at no. you know we're doing solid. We had a shorty goal. Riley Nash with that stick lift and just a pickpocket back yeah. to Felino, back to Nash on the one timer. Oh my god. Oh my, was, oh my god. That was so sexy for the first game or first goal yeah. of the game. But it was good. That's the kind of stuff we need to see on the power play. Yeah. Let's put Riley Nash and Nick Felino on the first line power play. I'm for it. Why not? Nothing else is working. Nick Felino, man, he's he's a man possessed this year. I the dude is playing out of his mind, and I'm here for it. Oh yeah, this is this is the best I've seen Felino out of the gate in a while. Yeah, he like, usually granted, does start off slow. Yeah, I mean, granted, he's our captain, and he's you know he's he has you know he plays well, he leads well by example. But right now, out the gate, he just he's playing like a man on on just possessed, and I I love seeing him on the ice right and now. So is Nash. It's yeah, Riley Nash is also playing very very well. No. It's it's him and Felina. Yeah, it's kind of weird the way this is starting out. Also, our uh, leading faceoff percentage guy right now is Boone Jenner. He's at almost sixty percent on his faceoffs. Yeah, I know they were talking about. I don't know if it was against the Leafs or not, but it was a crucial moment within the game. And I I listened to the Tortorella press conference afterwards, and he was just like, "I wanted to make sure Booner was out there for the faceoff because, I mean, he's our guy right now. We don't have Doobie. Doobie's hurt. Doobie was our faceoff guy last year, so." I mean, next man up, if, if Boone's going to be our guy, then, hell, I'm here for it, man. Well, Boone Jenner right now, um, as it stands, 12th in the league on face-off percentage at 59.2%. Dude. Uh, leader right now is uh, Christian Vorak at 68.3% playing for Arizona, which is phenomenal. That is, But he's a left yeah. winger, so that doesn't – that's not cool. That he doesn't have that many face-off attempts then because he... I mean, he might. they might be giving him the opportunities more, even though he is left wing. Maybe. And usually guys like that will get called in because the center gets kicked out of the circle. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it, we, yeah, we have this, this five-game point streak, you know, eight points out of uh, ten, a possible ten in our last five games. It's great to see uh, four, three, and two on the season, ten points right now. But... There is still something that is concerning. 
I don't want to be, you know, Mr. Negative over here, but goals per game, we're still lacking. I think last I saw it, it was like we're averaging 2.44 goals a game. Uh, so basically two and a half goals a game. 25th in the league. So offensively, we're still struggling. We, we, we don't have a true bona fide goal scorer, a, a, play, a playmaker that can make things happen on this team at the moment. And, you know, I've seen a lot of tweets kind of directed towards Cam Atkinson, also kind of directed towards our young core, this, this core group of guys, um, or the younger guys that, you know, we thought were going to be our offensive breakout stars like Texier, Bimstrom. Um, granted, it's still very early in the season, but we just kind of haven't seen Texier or Bimstrom or, or anybody else kind of take over that role that we kind of thought they were going to out the gate. And then also, I mean, Cam is kind of, he's not producing like I think I would have expected him to produce, but at the same time, he, he did lose his line mate in Panarin, so he's got to readjust to having Nyquist up there. Um, Nyquist is playing better than Cam right now. <laughs> he, yeah, slightly. I mean, so I think right now, points leaders, which I mean, right now, no, it's fairly even across the board. Nobody's blowing it out of, out of the water right now. PLD, Nyquist, Winberg, Jones, and Felino all have five points right now. Um, yeah, which is leading. And look, that's the thing. Um, our top point guy right now has five, and it's it's we're spreading it evenly across the team. I guess you can say that very top, much so. The top guy in the NHL right now has twenty. Who's the top guy? John Carlson for Washington. Really? Yeah. Uh, where's Pas- uh Pasta has seventeen. Um, where's James Neal at? I feel like. He might just be high on the goal total. I don't know about if it's James like his assist. Yeah, I think James Neal already kind of fizzled out, honestly. Real deal, James Neal. He's got 10 points. 10 points. I, I feel like eight of those are probably goals. Yeah. he's uh, He scored his first seven, I think. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. 20 points right now leading the league. Our top guy has five. Five. And somehow we're still 4-3-2 and two in the season. That's – I'm a silver linings guy. Um, I'm trying to find a silver lining here. And it's – I think it's – that we're playing more as a team rather than letting one guy break out. and Which I'm and cool leave. with because, I mean, in that aspect, if we're going to be that blue-collar team, that blue-collar mentality that we've always kind of been historically, it is more so. We, I mean, in years past, it's always been a more even kill across the board and not one guy always running away with it like we've seen in, with the Jackets recently because – we don't have that bona fide superstar right now, so I'm I'm okay if things get dished out evenly. Um, but yeah, seeing seeing a guy with 20 points and <laughs> leading the league and our and our we got five guys tied with five points at the top of our point total. I mean that's I don't know if that's concerning, but we're definitely kind of lacking offensively. But uh, top three guys for Edmonton have 10, 16, and 17 points. McDavid has 17 points. Leon Dreisaitl has 16. James Neal has 10. Damn. Edmonton's probably one of the best. It's probably top three team in the league right now. You would think that? Oh, absolutely. Really? They're killing people. Nah. They are definitely a top three team in the league right now. All right. And they've proved it. Yeah. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I'm just so used to Edmonton being so shitty recently. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of hard to wrap my mind around that. It's crazy the difference from last year to this year with Edmonton, how much of a difference just an offseason has made Yeah, with the same players, basically. 
Um, I don't know if Nugent Hopkins is still there, but uh, Dreisaitl's always been there. James Neal's a newer guy, um, but McDavid being the captain, and it's nothing's really changed, and they're just destroying yeah. people right now. Yeah, It's crazy. There is one guy playing for the Jackets right now that I think is so damn close to like just breaking out. He's going to be at some point in the next month, this dude's just going to absolutely just start racking in the goals. And I can see it. Right now, he's just kind of he's just kind of there. He, he's he to me, I see some more confidence within his game, but he just he's not scoring the goals. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Oliver Bjorkstrand. I'm telling you, man, he's so close. I see a, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I just, I see a confidence in his game that I haven't seen before. Yeah, the points aren't completely there yet, but I just feel like the dude within the next month is just going to just explode. I don't know. I, I, I just, I feel it in my bones. I've, uh, I, I hope maybe so. it's this beer that I'm talking that I'm drinking. I don't know. I hope so. I really do. I just, he's our guy. He's going to be on that first line at some point in the season. Right now, I can't see it. There's just right now the way he's played, he's. He has sailed more shots than he's put on net. That's what I'm saying. He's not, for whatever reason, he's not there yet. But he's, he's putting shots on net. But he should he's be a, there. He's, aggressive. he's more aggressive than I've seen him in years past, I feel like. So I feel like it's going to happen at some point. That's, yeah, just my, I, that's, okay. my, hot, that's I, my hot take. I could see it, maybe. Um, I would argue and say Josh Anderson is going to be that guy if he stays healthy. Yeah, I could see that. Josh Anderson, I, I even said it when we were watching the game against Toronto together. Um, Josh Anderson, the difference maker. He is he is. He is out there making an absolute difference. He had Toronto on their heels at times yeah. and made plays. Um he didn't have any if points. If we had a team full of Pierre Dubois and Josh Andersons. Well, yeah, we'd be undefeated. And we'd we and yeah, we win ten to nothing every game. But no, we've got <laughs> a team full of Winbergs and Milanos. Oh god. <laughs> All right, I'll give you. I'll give you Milano. Okay, nah, I'm just kidding. I got. I still got to talk the shit. You know. You do. That's Winberg's playing a lot better. I'm. I'm enjoying watching Winberg's game right now. Dude, he's he's shooting the puck with authority. Maybe. I don't know. Um, he's no. I maybe, but he his passing. I, maybe he's just he's just shooting the puck. He's passing better, which he is, is which that's part of Winberg's game. That's crucial. Yes. The. Uh, he got really saucy against Toronto um, to Nyquist for a breakaway. Uh, Hockey Dudes posted the video, but... Oh, yeah, I did see that. That God, man, that was an amazing pass. Landed right on a stick. Just He's getting better with his passes, Yeah, and you love to see it. You do. You love, you love to see it. Uh, also, something you love to see, the New York Rangers. <laughs> they are... <laughs> <laughs> They're currently uh, in 30th place in the league. I can already hear people saying, leave them alone. Uh, I know, right? Just let it go. I know. And I, I don't want to We're having it. too much fun. I We're don't want to let, let it go. go. So you can we won't do, do whatever. It. I'm going to talk about Bob's stats here in a minute, too. Please do. I will. This is our Around the League segment, so we got to talk about here teams around the league. And, I mean, these teams... Florida does have 11 points. The Blue Jackets have 10. It's okay. But Bobrovsky... We'll, we'll, let's talk about the points here, okay? <laughs> so, first of all, New York Rangers... Uh, they're in 30th place out of 31 teams, okay? The only team worse than them right mm. now is the Ottawa Senators, and that team is just god-awful. They are bad. Terrible. Uh, so Rangers currently have five points on the season. Uh, Senators have like three. Three. I will say this, though. 
I will give credit where credit is due. Panarin has four goals to assist. All right. Great for him. But the Rangers are 30th out of 31 teams. That's what, that's the, that's what we need to concentrate on here right now. And I love seeing that. <laughs> yes, they've only played seven games. But that's like, what, a tenth of the schedule? Mm, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, I mean, if, this, if, if they are to continue this pace... You love to see it. Oh yeah, you I would really love do. to see that. I think uh, Ottawa's going to lose out. They're going to go one and eighty-one. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. No, they're going to go one eighty and one. That's what they're going to. Although do. no, the Jackets. When we play shitty teams, we typically lose to them. So they'll probably get a win over the Jackets. Yeah, that's true. I mean, doesn't matter who the hell we had on our team in years past. When we play Can a you shit believe team, they traded away Mark Stone and Matt Duchesne and Ryan Dezingle. They're in a rebuild, apparently. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, that's insane to me. But I mean, if. If it's their goal to have a rebuild and try to redo shit, I mean, it may, it may take a while, but... Whatever. I mean, I don't know what... Uh, they probably got a shit ton of draft picks in the next three, four years. Top of the league right now on the opposite side of the spectrum, the Buffalo Sabres. And we beat them. And we beat them. Plus 14 goal differential. Damn. Remember last year we, we talked about it, Tampa Bay's goal differential? They were like at 120. Yeah. But like, we... for From when... I was at that game, the Buffalo Sabres game at Nationwide, the Schwide. We pretty much dictated the pace of that game. Yeah. And well, what they did was they took Eichel out of it, which is what you have to they do. They completely took Eichel out of it. Eichel is that they ex- team. Dude, they exposed Eichel on multiple occasions during that game. And I'm just saying, man, we beat the Sabres, the Sabres. We beat the Leafs. Who else? We beat somebody else that was undefeated. Carolina. We beat Carolina. Play Carolina again tomorrow night. We played... These these top rem- topper echelon teams, and every time we play them, granted the Leafs, we didn't really dictate the whole pace, but we played solid throughout. We had some moments of brilliance, some moments of absolute shit play, but we still came out with the dub. It's all that matters. Do you remember our, our preseason podcast before the first game of the season? Um, I said that these the first eight games will be a measuring stick. Yeah. Nine games will be a measuring stick as to what this team's going to be this year because they play the best teams in the yeah, league. Yeah, you're right. And we came out eight out of ten points in the last four. Yeah. No, five. Last five games, eight points. Yeah, last Se- five. Seven games. Last five. No, we would have. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, eight out of ten points in the last five. That's what it was. Okay. Um. Yeah. The, the no, measuring stick looks decent. I mean, I don't know if they can keep. They have to start scoring goals. They cannot keep up this pace all yeah. season. They're going to kill themselves. Yeah, they, they will. They do have to start scoring goals. But that's that's the bottom line, and we're not doing that consistently right now. But the my favorite quote that I've taken away from this past week from Tortorella, and this has kind of been our mantra leading into this season here at the Artillery. We this is kind of what we've been saying this whole time, and according to the national media. Per what Torch just said, we were supposed to suck this year. Yeah. And out the gate, granted, the first two losses were kind of brutal, but we've 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 gathered our shit. That Pittsburgh loss, man. Shut up. No, we're, we're done. It's God. it's done. But four, three, and two, ten points. I mean, Corpy has settled in so nicely. Corpy has looked great. Corpy's looked good. So we were supposed to suck this year. If and you take out that Pittsburgh game completely, yeah. we would have a zero goal differential. Right now we're minus seven. Nice. 
Yeah, that Pittsburgh game was a while. Uh, speaking of Elvis, who started that game, I saw Elvis at Easton the other day. Oh, yeah? Actually, yesterday. Did you touch his butt? I did not. I Why? Thought, I don't think that he would understand it. I, I know we always ask people to touch our butt when they see us. I feel like if I just walked up to him and touched his butt, he Elvis, probably... You just, you just got to <laughs> cup it. Just cup it? Yeah. All I said was in passing, go Jackets. Did he say anything back? He just kind of nodded and smiled. Nice. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt his... Date. girlfriend hot? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was walking right outside of American Eagle. He wasn't inside American Eagle, but that's where we passed each other and walking. You should have followed him and see where he shops. No, that's stalkerish. Uh, we have more points than Tampa Bay Lightning right now. You you love to see it. I mean, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> my my true, I know you said your true measuring stick is like eight games. My true measuring stick on a season is 15. Give me 15 Fifth, games. On a whole season, huh? Yes, that's all I need. And that's I'll all tell, you need? I'll tell you where we're going to be. Not the 82? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Give me 15 <laughs> games, and I'll tell you what's going to happen with this team, okay? Fair enough. Which we're still going to get that eighth season. we got six games to go, and that's how we know if we're making the playoffs or not. I'll tell you. All right. I'll let you know. All right. You, said, you said Pittsburgh was going to make the playoffs this year? Yeah. They're probably going to win the Metro. I hope not. Well, they're so injury. Like, there's so they many injuries Washington. this team. Washington's going to win the Metro. Washington is destroying people right now. Washington will win the Metro. We have Washington, Carolina, and Pittsburgh in the top three in the Metro right now. How the fuck are we supposed to make the playoffs? We're going to get a wild card. I already told I'm you. I'm tired of it. Told you. I'm tired of wild cards. The only ones we got to compete. I mean, yeah, we got to compete against the other Eastern Conference division, but I'm saying like the Islanders, they don't look the greatest this year. Uh, the Devils look like shit. Flyers don't look good. Rangers aren't going to make the playoffs, in my opinion. So like we got these teams that we're competing against. We and my we look better than all Here's those board mentioned teams that I just said. We're going to have to deal with Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa gonna, Bay is going to be fighting for okay. a wild card. No, they're not. Tampa Bay is going to be. They're going to get in on a playoff spot. Forced. I mean, Florida. If it comes down to us in Florida, which in it, Montreal, it very well could be. I think it will. It's going to be there. I, honestly, I think it'll either be it'll be Philly. Montreal and Florida, it'll be us and those three teams fighting for the last wild card spot. I just don't see Florida getting in. I really <laughs> don't. I just I don't see it. They almost made it in last year. I know, but I don't see it this in year. In the year before. I don't see it. They're 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 the, the uh, well, they're the team of almost. I just don't think they're going to get in. I, I feel that in my heart. Tampa Bay is they're <laughs> they're going to get in easily just in, they're going to get a a one, two or three in in their division. Um Maybe Flyers, they could put up a fight. I don't know. Montreal, maybe. But, I mean. Montreal, we beat out Montreal by the hair of our nuts last year. <laughs> like, did. it was so close. To be fair, I usually shave those, but all right. That was, that was, that's how close it was. <laughs> that's how close it was. All right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> all right. On that note, should we get social? Already? Yeah. I mean, we're already 40 minutes in. All right, let's do it. Uh, I got to pull up some questions here. You got me on Instagram over there, bud? I didn't do Instagram. You didn't do Instagram? We had so many on Twitter rolling, I figured we just let it go. All right, so let's see here. Oh. If you only follow us on Instagram and you have a Twitter, just go over to Twitter because we piss more people off over there. Yeah, it's, it's actually a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun over there. Um, people like the, the meme we put up on Monday, though. Yeah. That was that was great teamwork. That was good teamwork. Yeah, yeah. We uh, posted the uh, the Drake meme with Jack scoring on a power play, and he had like his hand like face it away. Jack is scoring on the power play. Yeah, or on the PK. On the PK. Yeah. Also, before before we get into let's get social, uh, shout out to uh, Little Boomer 
CBJ, our probably our most loyal podcast listener, one one of. There's a handful out there. Yeah. But uh, so when you get season tickets to uh, Blue Jackets games, they put your name on the the tunnel going into your section. Um, so there's like a there's a sign and like it has everyone's name that has has purchased season tickets on that little sign going through that tunnel to go out to the arena. Well, he for the existence of this podcast, we've called our listeners. What did I just say? Listeners. Something like we've called our listeners, little boomers, little boomer, little boomer. And he he initially he changed his Twitter handle to that, which is great. But he also his season ticket holder name on the wall in Nationwide says little boomer. So you love to see you it. You do. You do. You love how to good see is it. that? I loved it. It was great. It's so good. Yeah. So shout out to the whole little what boomer. A guy. Shout out to the whole little boomer family. Except for that <laughs> one time you took a picture with Jordan and said your favorite artillery guy. Well, you you had left. Our bar, right? And Warren was MIA, so. But I was there most of the night. Yeah, I think we just kept drinking, and you know, shit happens. Sounds right. I'm not mad about it. Whatever. All right. All right. Got one here. Let's start it off right. Got one here from CBJ Overreaction at CBJ Overreact. Does Brad Larson deserve a 10 year extension because he got the <laughs> PP going last game? <laughs> Answer is yes. <laughs> Answer is yes. Uh, no. Also, a real question. How long are we going to stick with rookies that generate little to no offense? Taking shots into the goalie's chest does not constitute offense in my book. We talk, we, we hit on that, but let's really get into it. No, we can talk about it. I mean, you it, within your question, you literally have the word that I would like to point out and the fact they are rookies. This is their first year in the National Hockey League. This is their... How many games have we played? Nine. Nine? Uh... So there's, it's going to take some time. It's it been is nine already. Yeah, jeez, it's going to take some time. Um, yeah, there's a lot of high expectation for Texier for Bimstrom, and you know Texier did have that overtime winner. Was it against the Sabers? Yeah, it was. Or it was a game winner against the Sabers. Yeah, think. maybe. And it was great. And we we we, we got we got a glimpse of what he can do. Um, but yeah, no, there's these guys are not fully to where they need to be obviously and I'm, am i worried about it no would i like them to produce a little more yes but at the same time they are rookies and you know these guys weren't first round draft picks like freaking mcdavid and you know eichel and matthews these guys are going to need time to acclimate into the nhl we're gonna it's gonna happen over time especially with texia i really truly believe so yeah give it time all right, I like it. That's, that's my thought. I don't need to. No, yeah. I don't need to. You nailed that. Damn right, I did. That's one of my favorite accounts on Twitter right now. Is CBJ overreaction. They're very, they're very funny. I love it. Yeah, them and CBJ haters, mm. uh, which we didn't get a question for. They must be sleeping today. <laughs> All right, next one here from Brian W, friend of the pod and loyal little boomer. Loyal little boomer. Any concerns with Cam? My take is no. Just wanted to hear your thoughts. There now, you go. here's my thing with Cam. Okay, he just had. He just announced that he's having another baby. Okay. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. If there's something going on with that to where his mind isn't completely focused on hockey. Now, don't get me wrong. He's got four points on the year, which isn't as much as I thought he'd have at this point. Um, but he's tied for second on the team in points with two goals, two assists, two power play goals for that matter. Yeah. But it's he doesn't look like normal Cam and... Something is going on there, and it's not just because he lost Panarin. Yeah, There's I think I still think that is a 
that is a big part. It's part of it might be part of it, but uh, there's something else going because he doesn't look like regular Cam. He he'll sit on the boards with the puck and just let somebody steal it. I've yeah. seen that multiple times. He's not moving it like he usually does. It's not. It's like he's not focused completely. I don't. I'm yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, I th- and I've said this on previous podcasts. Cam is a streaky player. You know, his I feel like his goals come in waves and his consistency comes in waves. And I think overall, I think he still deserves to be on that first line because he's freaking Cam Atkinson. He's right to me. He's going to snap out of it. He is too good of a player. He is a veteran guy on this team. I have no concern, um, but I do notice what everybody else is noticing that there is a lack of production at this particular moment. But he, I truly believe, will snap out of it. I hope so. Also, yeah. congrats on the baby. Yeah, congrats on the sex cam. Good job. <laughs> you did. Uh, <laughs> you did it. Okay, one here from Hunter at Hunter BJ season, new friend of the pod. Hopefully, loyal little boomer. You get one coach and player combo from any team in a bar fight. Who's your combo? Uh, one player and a coach of any team. Damn. Um, that's Good a question. tough. That's a t- I, yeah. That's a tough one off the top of the noggin here. Uh, I want Barry Trotz. I I was gonna th- I was gonna say that because he reminds me of like Danny DeVito. I feel like he's tough as hell. I think. But do you kind of see where I, he kind of reminds me of like Danny DeVito? Oh, for sure. Like your short bald guy? Yeah. Like I feel like he would just be really scrappy. Yeah. Like he would, you know. Yeah. I, especially like in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And like, uh, him and Reeves. I want Reeves. Oh, God. No, Reeves actually, I want Dustin Bufflin. Even though is he's this kinda, like a tag team or are they fighting each other? They're they're on the same team. Okay. I was about to say Reeves would fucking kill him. No, Reeves and Trotz on the same team going after some <laughs> two other people. Yeah, that'd be funny. I mean, no, I don't want Reeves. I, I mean, we've Bufflin. seen Tortorella try to go into an opposing team's locker room. So I mean, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's kind of biased because he's. I'm a Blue Jackets fan, but I wouldn't mind seeing Torts do. Well, something. that's like a famous thing that he did. I know. That's that's the only thing I knew him for prior to coming into for him being a coach. In Columbus. That and his teams just always fought. Yeah, always. There was a game. He it was he was the Rangers coach. He might have been the Vancouver coach, but uh, the opening puck drop. He had his entire starting lineup. Oh yeah, I remember. Gloves. I remember that. Oh, I lo- I do. <laughs> it was a legend. Yeah, he's he's calmed down in Columbus. I wish I could. I wish there was little parts and gl- like just glimpses of that coming out. There of is game, sometimes when he when he looks at somebody like when he looks at somebody like Porty's dumbass and says <laughs> we were supposed to suck this year. Yeah. <laughs> when he asked him about Bobrovsky, like, yeah, get out of here, bro. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I had to get that one. That's fair. That's fair. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I would put Torts in there, and just for the hell of it, just because I would want to see what would happen, I would throw Winberg. <laughs> I just I just want to see what I just want to see. Winberg would not. He would. I know. Have, I just want to see. I just want to see what Winberg can do. Not my face. We've we've seen it one time, and it was not pretty. So I just want to see if it would just you know if he improved at all. Also, uh, to add on to that, Hunter said two out of fifteen for Winnie, who's on pace for eighteen this year. Hey, hey let's go, let's baby. go. <laughs> Shit. If he's on pace for eighteen, that means he's probably not going to hit eighteen. So fifteen is pretty realistic. It's reasonable you know? at this point. So not a big deal. Speaking of Winberg, one here from Mark Zushin at Max. Oh, I'm sorry, that's Max Zushin. You're close at Max underscore Z twenty. Does Winberg keep racking up points, or does he drop off in the near future? Keeps racking them up, baby. You think so? Oh, yeah. You don't think he drops if off? If he's getting those second-line minutes, why not? I want, yeah, why not? Yeah. 
A lot of assists, 35 of them, huh? And he's going to be, he's, he's uh, from what I can tell, he's going to be rocking that, uh, that first power play unit. So, I mean, if we start scoring goals on the power play, he's going to get some assists, maybe some goals in there. So, yeah. I hope so, man. I feel like if, if Winberg takes off this year, uh, the, our team takes off. I hate. I mean, I. It's weird to say, but if Winberg's doing well, it other players are going to have to follow suit. Yeah, I still say we ride and die with Pierre Dubois right now. Well, yeah. I mean, he's going to play well regardless. The dude, every goal he has scored this I, year has been hot take, dude. In the next two or three years, I wouldn't be surprised if we trade him. No. Why? He's an asset. If we're going to rebuild the team, then yeah. But if we're not, build the team around him. According to NHL 20, we're a rebuilder. Okay, well, NHL 20 <laughs> is fake news. Okay? I, I understand. I know. Yeah. All right. Gang, next question here. One from Lil Boomer at Lil Boomer CBJ. Friend of the pod. Loyalist Lil Boomer. Loyalist of lost. The Coats have four power play goals on a million opportunities and have given up two shorties. If St. Louis isn't available to fix it this year, who St. is Louis. Oh, St. Well, he said, okay, that was weird. <laughs> no, I get how you, I mean, I would mix it up I too. mean, yeah. But I knew what he was going for when you just started reading. Who is available to help out the PP? I have no idea. I would just go with hopefully our own coaching staff if we have any type I, of yeah, confidence with I, them. I, I don't even know. That's a, dude, well, he always keeps asking us a tough question. Maybe Rick Nash. He he could he could come down and be like, hey, here's what we need to do. Uh, also, will Warren be attending the watch parties, or is he too cool to hang out with us? Hashtag come hang with the Boomer family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You got to ask. You got to tweet Warren. I don't know. Warren. He did tweet Warren at Warpat. Oh, okay. Well, yep. Warren respond because I I don't know. I think Warren may have liked it. No, Brian W. Brian W. likes all of our stuff. So Warren now is ignoring you, little boomer. How's that wow, make you feel? Wow, that was three hours ago wow, too. Wow, Warren. And Warren's texted us since then. Damn, Warren. Oh wow. Damn. It looks like uh, little boomer. You told me at our bar that your daughter liked Warren more than me on the podcast. So I'm just saying, wow. I, I'm at least showing y'all's attention. So I would like that to be switched around a little bit. All right, I'm moving on. Okay. <laughs> Got one here from Columbus Brew Jacket at Dayton. I can't see his own. Dayton underscore original. Winnipeg needs D. We have plenty of assets. What are the chances we make a deal and get some scoring help? You know, honestly, knowing Yarmo, it the chances are pretty good. Maybe not with Winnipeg, but Winnipeg would probably give anything for a, a good D man. What's uh, what's Winnipeg doing this year? I really haven't been paying attention. Uh, they're they're on pace with us at okay. the moment. They're about the same team, except they have good scoring and no defense. So they're just about the polar opposite. Gotcha. But with the same amount of points. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, obviously, we I mean we do have some decent depth defensively. I mean, um, I could see Gavrikov going to Winnipeg. Maybe I mean Nudavara possibly. I would. In, in in return, if we could work a trade, I wouldn't mind seeing like a Kyle Connor, Blake. I mean, I doubt they give up Blake Wheeler, but I don't know. It's a good question for for scoring help, and then move Cam down to the second line. <laughs> Not yet. All right, 
calm your shit. No, but no, really, it, I could see that happening. That's a good point. Um, that's it is. Winnipeg, man, they have had a hell of a year with their defense, yeah. starting with Dustin Bufflin, and then yeah. It's just been injury after injury. They've been recalling players from their AHL team like crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that, d- that does make sense. And if, and if the Jackets were to make a trade, I do agree with uh, Columbus Brew Jacket there that it would probably be one of our defensive guys going somewhere. So yeah, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be mad about it if it was to happen. All right, you heard it here first. Jordan wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> wouldn't be mad about it. All right, next question here from Jared McCormick, friend of the pod, at ATLGoon underscore. There are six players that have played at least three games and haven't scored a goal yet. That would be Anderson, Gavrikov, Savard, Savard, Bemstrom, Lilia, and Murray. Which one will be the last to get their first goal of the year? Um, Repeat the six again. Anderson, Gavrikov, Savard, Bemstrom, Lilia, and Murray. Um, I'm going to go Gavrikov. Gavrikov or... Yeah, no, Gavrikov. You think so? Yeah. Gavrikov is probably playing the best defense on this team at the moment. Yeah, but, I mean, you can play good defense. doesn't mean you're going to score goals. That's I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah, and I, I feel like Gavrikov is probably the last. So I think... Uh, Ryan Murray, uh, which was great to see him back out on the ice. You know, I know he was kind of he was scratched a couple games ago. He'll get a he'll he'll get a goal at some point. Savard, when he does get goals, they're pretty sneaky and they're pretty damn good. So <laughs> gets Tampa last year. I'll never forget that <laughs> I one. I know, dude. That toe drag, bro. Yeah. So oh. I I foresee him getting before Gavrikov. So I'm gonna go Gavrikov. Last guy, last guy on the team in terms of like an active player that plays a lot getting a goal i agree i think uh just looking at this optimistically um our power play has to do something soon which means bemstrom will start scoring hopefully um when you start getting him looks that would be great that would be great uh lilia he's he got his first assist a while back he got his first assist and i'm trying to still understand why he's on the team I haven't been able to understand why he's on the team. Uh, he's on the team because, well, he was scratched last game, right? For because Anderson returned, and then but he made the roster. He did. out of camp. Would you rather and have I'm him or still Milano? Trying to that we had them both, so it doesn't I, matter. The question is, I'm stupid. talking about actively playing. I'm still trying to understand why he made the roster. Can't right. understand it. He's not ready for the NHL. So it may it's either going to be Gavrikov or Lilia. I agree. All right, one more here from Warren Peace at Warpat, giving his guy. predictions. Should we just go into that then? Yeah. All right. Since Warren's not here, he gave his predictions to us via Twitter. Yep. Uh, all right. What are the next two games? We got Carolina tomorrow and Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh well I mean Carolina is obviously a very good team, but we they did are. beat them convincingly last time. Yes, and you think we'll do it again? We are riding a five-game point streak, eight points in ten games, which you love to see. Uh, it's at home. It's at the Schwide. I'm gonna go. Jackets get it done again, and they are going to continue their overtime streak. They're going to overtime. 
Oh, yeah. Five straight? Four straight. Four straight, I think. Four maybe, straight. Maybe three. Four like, straight. It would be four straight. Maybe. Yes, it would be. It would be. We lost two straight overtime games in a row and then one against Toronto in that, overtime. That'd be three. So the next one oh, got would it. be four. Four, yes. I thought you were I thought you were speaking in terms of four has already happened. Uh yeah, no, we're gonna win because we're not really scoring a lot of goals right now. We're gonna win three to two overtime versus Carolina. Three two Sucks OT. because Carolina gets a point, same division, whatever. But Jack has continued their point streak. All right. Um I've gotta say I think that I agree with you. It'll be another OT game because that's just what we like to do here. What we like at to do, CBJ. baby. Also, I'll be at that game, so I'd like to see some free hockey. Yeah, I'll be at Celine Dion. But congratulations. Hopefully, by the time Celine Dion leaves the stage, I can tune in to my Fox Sports Go app, which we're not sponsored by, and watch the game. I think the Blue Jackets lose two to one in overtime. So we still get a point. Still got a point. All right, I'll, t- I'll take a point. If it's a point, I'll take a point. Warren, um, based off of the score that he gave me, it looks like uh, some guys are going to start scoring. Maybe a hat trick in there somewhere. <laughs> um, I'm going to assume he wants a hat trick from Milano, probably. Probably. So that sounds about right from Warren. Uh, five to three, uh, CBJ wins over Carolina. All right. I'm surprised he didn't say five three in overtime. No, not overtime. Yeah, no, I'm surprised he didn't say that. Oh, though. wait, he did say that on live TV once. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. Could you? <laughs> yeah, NBC got a hold of us for an interview, and Warren said, this is during the playoffs. What do you say? 5-3 in overtime. Yeah, Tampa Bay. <laughs> Against Tampa Bay. 5-3 yeah. overtime. And I just remember the the NBC guy, what's his, uh, Dave Moz, he's like, 5-3 overtime? Are you sure? He's like, yes, Bob. Just like Bob Barker, Price is Right. God, it was great. It was a great moment. I got a text from uh, Jared Smalley from NBC after that. He was like, you guys are gold. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, when, when, so the, when the lead sports guy from NBC says that. Hey. Or no, he said we're money, I think. You guys yeah, are money. money. Well, we make money. Are they both the Money's same? Money's money. Yeah. Money, gold, money. Money. Yeah. Gold is money. <laughs> All right. Next game, CBJ versus the Philadelphia Flyers. Jordan, what is your prediction? Uh... What are the Flyers' actual record right now? I know they're struggling. Nah, they're not doing too bad. I think they're like three, three and two, possibly. That sounds accurate. Um, I'm gonna say, is this, is this at the Schwide? Because I really don't know. I, I, I honestly checked. don't know either. Let me look it up first, okay? Oh boy! All right. So the Philadelphia Flyers. You there. give your prediction first. Uh, I just I want to take everything into consideration. Giroux has a six-six. While you're looking this up, I'll, I'll give a stat on, on right. Claude Giroux. Okay. Uh, he has a. 66.66% in the face-off circle. So what you're year. saying is he's Satan. Nope, that's one more six than it should be. Well, I mean, eh, six, six point six. Sixty-six point six. So it's actually six six point seven <laughs> if you want to get into it. All right, whatever. Uh, which is I think maybe fourth or fifth in the league, which is really good. And he's, sure. Well, it's really good. Yeah. That's all. Right, have you looked this up yet? Yeah, they're three, three, and one. That was close. Seven points. Uh, so we're yeah, we're four, three, and two, ten points. They're right behind us. Uh, I'm gonna go. I just don't want to be biased, but I just don't think the Philadelphia is gonna amount to a whole lot this year. I'm gonna say Jackets win this one too. I think Corpus Solid is just Corpus Solid is locked in, baby. He's locked in. He looks great. If what can play in front of him. 
is good, which, I mean, we saw glimpses of greatness during the Leafs. We all saw, we also saw glimpses of poo-poo. If they can put all that together and what plays in front of Corpus Solid is great, I think the Jacks get, they get a regulation win. I'm going to say 3-1. to 3-1. Jackets. That's a, that's a six-game point streak there, bud, that you're predicting. Yeah, we're going to hop up to actually being a top-three team in the Metro. We're <laughs> going to go to th- we're gonna jump to third by Over the end Pittsburgh. of this week. Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh's so beat up, dude. They're bound to like just start sucking. All, All right. right. I hope so. You predicted, you predicted them to make the playoffs this year. I know, and I predicted them not to make the playoffs the last two years, and they did, so it's, it's called reverse psychology. That, right? You're right. Yeah. Uh, my prediction, Philadelphia Flyer. Wait, is it here or, or there? Oh, I didn't check. It doesn't matter. Um, Blue Jackets lose this game in regulation, ending that five-game point streak. And it's they, in Philadelphia. They lose 4-2. to two. That sucks. It does. I mean, any loss sucks. <laughs> but 4-2. Yeah, right. to two. yeah they're right. gonna They're going to lose it. And That's Warren say. And PLD will get a season-ending injury. God, please take that back. Well, I didn't actually. I mean, <laughs> you didn't mean that, did you? I didn't mean that. Okay. <laughs> I don't said. Even, I said when we played the Penguins, that Crosby joke. would break his nose, and then he ended up scoring like two goals and had two assists. Don't even joke about that. Um, PLD Warren is AKA now PL Dam. Warren predicts a hat trick from PLD, <laughs> and the Blue does. Jackets win three to two. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Warren. Appreciate he didn't it. actually. That's all he. That's all he tweeted. <laughs> No, he just said three two Jack. All right. <laughs> I'll take that. Thank you, Warren. Thanks, Warren. Love um, you, bud. All right. Those Wherever are, you are those are our predictions. Oh, I got actually one more. Question or prediction? One more question. Okay. From Jim Coleman at Coleman Groove. Why He's is a friend of the pod? He comes to the high bank watch parties from time to time. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh why is sexy taxi going to win? I'm sorry. Typo there. When is Sexy Taxi going to get a shot at first line? Need more speed. He's got to start producing first. He does. I, I mean, I mean, I see his point in terms of speed, but at the same time, Nyquist is playing very well. Nyquist is a fast dude, too. Cam is very fast. If he can get his game together, he'll be just fine. And PLD, obviously, you know. You can't take him off the first line. No, and you wouldn't need to because, I mean, Texier can't be a fucking center on the first line. Right. So, yeah, I mean, he's got to earn it. He's got to he's got to start making himself more visible offensively, and I think that'll come over time. But at this particular moment, I'm completely fine with Nyquist, who's playing well. Cam's fast enough; he'll figure his shit out. And PLD's PLD, baby. He's PL damn. Let's go. PL damn. Coming to a t-shirt near you. That's a uh, wraparound was pretty sexy. What? That wraparound goal Dude, that he had. That's what I'm saying. Every goal he scored this year has been like hot. Holy shit. Hot. It's been hot. It's hot. Panty dropper, bud. Oh. I drop. I drop my panties every time. Oh my god! Hey, oh BLD my, oh is gonna goodness. be that guy. He's gonna he's gonna end up turning into one of those. You, but in hockey, it's weird because the guys that are going to be that guy come in as that guy. He's kind you know of I mean? come in as that guy though, like McDavid guy though. Yeah, but like PLD, McDavid's like a generational talent though. He is. Really That's good. totally different. But like PLD's becoming that guy. You're right. Totally. All right, we ready to end this thing? I am. Um, yeah, but before we end it, we got to talk about our awesome sponsor, High Bank Distillery. Uh, if you're going to drink spirits, drink local. Support High Bank's partnership with the Columbus Blue Jackets and the CBJ Artillery by ordering High Bank spirits. Next time you're at the arena, drink local, drink High Bank. Proud partners with the Columbus Blue Jackets and the CBJ Artillery. Um, High Bank 
their bar at Nationwide is located right out right behind the cannon. Hey, uh, and, which we were there last game. We were. We met a fan, CJ. We, we uh, met quite his a name few. Is CJ. Yeah, CJ. He had a BJ season hat on. He did. Yeah, and uh, we had quite a, quite a few people come up to us out there at the cannon, not to toot our own our own horn. We're just saying thank you. That's our spot. If That's you want to come say hi, just come say hi. I'll Kyle, be there. You'll be there tomorrow. I'll I be there not. tomorrow night uh, for the Carolina game. My seats are actually in section one twelve. The so cannon right is in one eleven. Right there. So I'll be right there. And also, when I was peeing out a urinal, uh, a guy looked over at me and he said, "Holy shit, I love your podcast." And I said, "I would shake your hand, but I'm currently holding my penis." So I did not shake his hand. <laughs> Good move. Yeah. Also, so, toilet talk, not cool. I mean, I don't, if it's like that, I don't really care because it was very funny. We were both drunk. It was just, you know, it was a little banter. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Did you hold it for him? No, I didn't. Oh. Yeah. Well, I thought you might Maybe have. next time. I, you know, he supports me. I'll support him. I got used to your hair. Thank you. It's different. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't stop looking at it. I got it. a haircut and... It's curly now. It's cur- oh, it's curly. That's my natural hair, though. That's but it's never been curly. I know. I've always brushed it and like blow-dried it straight, and now it's curly. It is, it's the new Jordan. He's okay. got one... He's got one white like gray curly. It's, a, it's blonde. Okay, it's blonde. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, all right, we're There's done here. One gray curl. We're done. It's here. so good. I don't care. It's it's distinguished. No, it looks good. I it's know it good. does. It looks I'm great. Not, I just it's so weird. I like it. It makes me look it's good. It's got like you got a Justin Timberlake vibe going. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Whatever, I'll take it. I'll, Justin Timberlake's a hot dude. I'll take it. Sure. Uh, okay, we're done here. Uh, hey, if you're going to the game or you're going to any game or any concert around town, uh, go to yeah, go to SeatGeek.com. Use our code CBJ. You get $20 off your first-time purchase. Again, that's SeatGeek.com, or you can download the SeatGeek mobile app. It's one of the best third-party ticketing apps. You get some cheap-ass tickets there for Blue Jacks games. Um, I think you got to spend like over 30 bucks to get the $20 discount, which still, you get $10 tickets for Blue Jacks games. Great-ass deal. Um, hit us with that five-star review on iTunes. Tell us that you love us. Other than that, I have no other thoughts, Kyle. I have no other thoughts except Let's keep this point streak going, boys. Two more ones in a row, baby. Calling it. Source? Source?